Jill and Krista on the birth of their little one. Do you have the little one there? There's the, there's, there's the papa. Is the baby here too? Okay, papa and mama, why don't you bring the baby up here and I'm going to let you say his name because I'm not sure if I would say. Let's, I'll take that mic. Peter, do you have a mic? Thank you. Here's a spot where there's some light. We'll put it come here, come right there. Okay, okay, and tell us his name. His name is. Oh, don't turn it on. Can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. His name is Amiel Peniel. It means God's people will see him face to face. Hallelujah. Amiel Peniel. Amiel Peniel. Yes. Say that with me. Amiel Peniel. <laughs> All right, we got it now. Amiel, you're so welcome to be here. God bless you. Mommy did a great job. Mommy did a great job. That's great. <laughs> Hallelujah. <clears throat> That's good. And we have a picture. Yeah. There's Emil Peniel. And uh, let's see. Okay. And Dave and Joan are going to be gone and they, for a few weeks here, and they are the, normally the ones that plow the snow. And so if there's anybody here that has a plow on your pickup or something that would be able to help in these next few weeks, please talk to Joan or Dave today, because they're leaving tomorrow. They're going to try it again between snowstorms and south for a while. There will be a coffee time today after the service. Upcoming events, we are having a baby dedication on March 3. Uh, if you would like to have your baby dedicated on that day, you'll talk to, you could talk to me or an elder. There is a True Bridge, True Bridge men's retreat. And men, I really encourage us to look at this and attend. It's, going to be at the Hampton Inn in Bemidji this year. So it'll be close by it's Friday and Saturday, March 29 and 30. The speaker will be Doug Wing, who's the director of Truebridge Network of Churches now. He was in our church once. I know we really appreciated him. And then, of course, there's the 9.30 classes here. Wednesday activities will be uh, prayer. Wednesday night, 6 o'clock, Gus will be bringing a teaching at 6, and then a prayer after that. And you can see the other things, a website and SoundCloud for services there. <clears throat> We're talking today about reigning in life through Jesus Christ. And uh, the summary I have there is when we know about and receive and then experience God's grace, which is made available to us through Jesus, we will reign in life. Even in February in northern Minnesota, 
And I say that because, you know, we've experienced a lot of winter here, but Joyce and I have seen that through the years as we've been pastoring, that especially, well, February, mid-February to the end of February, people's emotions and there's a lot more, it seems, depression that can be there or just after a long winter cooped up inside a lot and so forth. Uh, We've seen a lot more things surface as far as you might call them problems. (laughs) They seem to come up, rise to the top. I'm not saying it doesn't happen other times of the year, but we've noted that through the years. Um, But we can live in triumph, even in February, amen? In northern Minnesota, right? Okay, Romans 5.17 caps our mind in this verse. For the sin of this one man, Adam, caused death to reign over many, but even greater is God's wonderful grace and his gift of righteousness for all who receive it will live in triumph over sin and death through this one man, Jesus Christ. So God's wonderful grace and his gift of righteousness, by them we are given access to God's blessing, which includes his salvation in all of its aspects, his supernatural eternal life, his nature, his promises, his Holy Spirit, and we could go on from there, but all these things. Here's a scripture now that we've looked at some in previous weeks down going back, but uh, 2 Peter 1, starting verse 2, um, and here I put some brackets in too, along with the caps. Uh, Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge and there, that word knowledge, I just heard this from Derek Princess last week, but that particular word knowledge means being informed of God and of Jesus our Lord. And he's saying that grace and peace are multiplied in us as we're informed of God and of Jesus our Lord, seeing that his divine power has granted to us Everything, say that, everything, that is a big word, everything pertaining to life and godliness. In other words, everything in life where we have a need in our life and living as God would have us to live, his divine power grants it to us through the true knowledge. And here that word knowledge, Derek Prince was saying, means acknowledging, it's a different Greek word, that means acknowledging and appropriating what we have been informed about. So it's not just knowing about it, but it's acknowledging it, 
for ourselves and appropriating what we have been informed about. That's kind of like we were talking about earlier, just receiving by faith. Of him who called us by his glory and excellence. For by these he has granted to us his precious and magnificent promises. So that by them you may become partakers of the divine nature. Partakers of the divine nature having escaped the corruption that is in the world by lust. And that means all this stuff in the world that we may lust. You know, maybe our minds go to sexual things right away when we see that word lust, but that has to do with anything in the world that we allow our flesh to be dominated by. So, results of appropriating this blessing and favor from God, we participate in God's nature, we escape the corruption of the world, Corruption, that means stuff that leads us down, down into depression, into deception, into death. We escape that through God's great salvation, his blessing and favor. And God, by his spirit within us, gives us all that is needed for us to reign in this life. And then just a note, what Jesus called the promise of our Heavenly Father is the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Luke 24, 49, Jesus said, Behold, I send the, the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. The Holy Spirit. God's blessing and favor and all the rest of the things we were mentioning are released upon our lives through the redemptive work of Jesus Christ. And God's blessing and favor is made alive in us by the power of the Holy Spirit. And because of this blessing and favor of God, that is there for us, we can now personally experience God's love. We have imparted to us God's supernatural joy. These aren't natural things. These are supernatural. And by the Holy Spirit who resides in us, we have available to us God's supernatural peace. Supernatural peace. When we come together like this and we come as the body of Christ, the family of God together, and we worship God, those things are manifested in a place where we sense them, like we, we did again earlier today. By God's grace, his blessing, and unmerited favor, we can walk today, walk today, in this February of 2019, in all of our Heavenly Father's supernatural provision for us. 
I'm not sure why the praying hands are in there. I, don't know. I didn't realize I had that in there. But uh, I, I do realize why it got in there. Because that's what we're to be doing and living. Do you sense a call? Ooh, yeah. Do you sense a call drawing on your heart to more of that prayer? I'm not talking about length of time necessarily type thing or legalistic type thing at all. I'm just talking about a drawing to prayer and even intercession. The things that are coming forth on the earth in this day come forth through the prayers of God's people. That's part of it. As we intercede in prayer. Yeah, his grace, blessing, unmerited favor is coming forth in that way. And we pray that for, you know, not just our little circle, like our me, myself, and my wife and my kids or whatever, but the Lord expands it out. Do you know that God knew from the beginning of time that you would be living today? You, now put your name in there. He knew that Carrie would be living today. He planned for you, I'll just use Carrie. He planned for Carrie to live in this in time season of history. He didn't plan for you to live in the Middle Ages. That wasn't his plan for you, Dane, to live in the Middle Ages. He planned for you to live now and to be as old as you are right now in 2019. That was his plan. And his plan was always to have you living now, today, and he equips you for this day, for this century you're in now, for this year that you're in now, for this day that you're in now, with the things in life that you are experiencing now, God equips you by his unmerited favor by his grace his superabounding grace he equips you for everything that he has called you put your name in there again to do in this life today now Almighty God's empowering grace is available for what he directs you to do today. Some of us may have some pretty big things that seem like very adverse. But his grace, his abounding grace is sufficient for all the adversity and pressures of life that you, put your name in there again, encounter in fulfilling his directives toward you in this life, the place that he has put you. 
Here's a quote by Jerry Savelle. The blessing of God is on my life and empowers me to prosper. The favor of God on my life opens up opportunities to make it happen. And because the Holy Spirit guides my steps, I am always in the right place at the right time. Are you childlike enough to believe that? But see, that's also connected with that life of prayer and that life of intimate intimacy with the Lord as we do that. Being still before the Lord, receiving from Him, because we can't give out any, anything to others, like being in the right place at the right time to minister to somebody else. There's not, we're not going to, we receive. It's like that river flowing, that channel again. We need to be filled up in order to let out, to give out. But by the abundance of grace, which is made available to us, we are granted supernatural protection. We also have access to God's supernatural provision, His provision. He sees ahead, provision. He sees ahead and he knows what you will need today. He knew before, he knows it now, he knows what you'll need tomorrow. We receive his provision and that is not just financial. We think of that maybe right away too, but it's everything. And all of these blessings, all of these blessings Benefits come by God's grace as we receive them by faith. I got that all in caps because it's so important. They come by God's grace. It's not something out of our own ability, out of our own strength that we do it. And it's all by faith we step out there. They flow from God's Zoe life. That's the Greek word, I believe it is. Greek, yeah, Greek for life. God's kind of life, the God kind of life that he longs for us to partake of, to live in. To, we receive that now in our spirit. He wants it to flow out through all of our being and then out to others as well. When we live our lives with these things being our conscious, present reality, we will be reigning in life. I'm going to say that again. When we live our lives with these things being our conscious, present reality, we will be reigning in life. Instead of allowing our minds to go all to the, the, the negative stuff, the corruption, everything going on the, around us, the negative stuff, God's blessing and favor, they allow us to reign in life. They come to us through the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness. We're gifted right standing before God. We don't earn it. And these, again, I keep saying it on purpose. They come to us only through Jesus. Through Christ Jesus, we can be triumphing and reigning in our life because... Because we're not controlled by sin and the powers of darkness. Rather, we're controlled by the Holy Spirit. 
We're not living in depression because of negative thoughts. Instead, we're living our lives in anticipation and expectation because of godly thoughts. We're not overcome by worry, anxiety, and fear. In their place, we are living by faith, which works by love. We're not servants of poverty, having a poverty mentality, because we are prospering in our souls, in our mind and emotions. I know I'm going through these quickly, and there's a lot of stuff here, but this will be up on our Facebook page you can look at. We are not living as though we are under a curse because we know about and have appropriated, made our own, the blessing of God. And we're not living under the bondage of sickness and disease. Instead, we live free from these, forgetting not God's blessing and benefit of healing by Jesus' stripes. Now, here's a big note. An important aspect of reigning in life is passing on and telling others about what we have received from the Lord. That was the line like that was right in one of those songs. I was trying to memorize it quick, but, but it, it ends up with proclaiming the victory. You know what I'm talking about? How, how does that go? Yeah, that's probably it. I'm not sure. But, but Jesus said, it's more blessed to give than to receive, right? Acts 20, 35. And giving, it's not restricted to money and material things. We can give hope to the downtrodden and the brokenhearted by sharing what the Lord has done in our lives, has given to us, by sharing the love that he's given to us, the joy, the peace, by sharing our life experience of receiving God's help. And you know what? This can make us vulnerable and even open to some persecution if what we share isn't received as we would desire from someone. But love overcomes those fears. I was reading just before I came up here, I sometimes just opened the Bible, I think it was at the end, I'm not sure when it was, maybe during practice. But I just opened up my Bible and <clears throat> see if I can find that back quickly. And it was to the parable of the talents. The man had given different people talents. And the one that didn't do anything with what God had given to him. So we were talking about what God has given to us. It says, his reply, I was afraid. And I was afraid and went and hid your talent in the ground. Look, there you have what is yours. We cannot let fear keep us from letting that flow continue. Because we are living 
in a culture, in an age that sometimes doesn't receive the things of God. But we need to be those that will be strong in faith and allow God's love, God's proclamation, what he has done for us in our lives to be spoken to those that God brings across our path. Now is the time, and I got this so strong when I was writing it yesterday, it's up there I believe. Now is the time for the body of Christ to rise up to be evangels of God's truth, proclaiming the good news to the people who are put in our pathway by our loving God. Do I have a amen or witness on that? It's the time, isn't it? You can probably sense that in you too. Well, what the Lord is calling us today is to step out and that person that we've been thinking of doing this and sharing with, it's time. And we're not going to be like that unfaithful servant who said, I was afraid, so I hid it in the ground. The things that God calls us to do in our lives, which is different for all of us, we want to do them. So he's given us all different abilities and talents, but we want to walk in what God has given to us and use them, not hide them in the ground. Our one, part of our mission statement as Ten Strike Community Church is connecting people with God. And that's what we want to do. What we have received, we want to impart to others, share with others. It says in Romans 10, for with the final scripture here today, starting at verse 13, this is from the New Living Translation. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. But how can they call on him to save them unless they believe in him unless they're informed so that they can believe because faith comes, believing comes faith it comes by hearing and hearing by what? what? yeah, say it the word of God and how can they believe in him if they have never heard about him? And how can they hear about him unless someone tells them? And how will anyone go and tell them without being sent? That is why the scriptures say, how beautiful are the feet of messengers who bring good news. I sense in my heart this morning that the Lord is saying anew to us here today, you are sent. You are sent. And that goes for those hearing this online too. You are sent. We are sent forth to tell them. Tell them. Tell them. Tell them. Think of that song of Andre Crouch. Tell them. Tell them for me, God says in that song. 
Even if they don't believe you, tell them for me. Even if they don't receive you, tell them for me. And that I came to let them know. Let them know that he loves them. He loves them. Sometimes we can be so afraid that they're not going to believe or not going to receive or whatever that their reaction may not be. You know what? Sometimes the reaction isn't there right away, but it comes later. I think of Nikki Cruz, David Wilkerson. He kept telling Nikki Cruz, he said, God loves you. God loves you. And Cruz hated it when he said that. In fact, one time he told Wilkerson, he says, if you tell me that one more time, I'm going to cut you up into a thousand pieces. And Wilkerson said, every one of those thousand pieces is going to love you. (laughs) That's what God does. He loves us. He loves you. And you've received, most of you here, again, if you haven't before, this is your day. Today is the day of salvation. You can see right there, but we'll have folks up front later. We can give you some materials. It's that day. People coming into the kingdom. Around the world, people are coming into the kingdom. I believe, at least I've heard from some Christian leaders, like never before. Around the world, a harvest, great harvest of souls. Around the world. Thank you, Lord, for your empowering. And we thank you that we turn away from fear. We thank you that we receive from you. We receive your blessing. We receive your abounding grace. We receive your gift of righteousness. We receive your blessing. We receive your favor, Lord. By faith, like a little child, like a little kid, we receive it this morning. We receive your protection, anew and afresh. We just clothe, we put on the Lord Jesus Christ. We receive your provision for us in Jesus' name. And all the promises in your word, the benefits that you speak of in your word. We thank you for your word this morning. We thank you for your word. We receive it. We receive it. Receive it from the youngest. Abiel. Abiel. From Abiel. Abiel. Thank you, Lord, for your hand on this little boy. This little appeal. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We receive, Lord, from you now. You know, when we worship God, you can keep your eyes closed. 
that when we worship God, the angels gather. You know, our angels come in with us, but I'm talking about extra angels. They come. This place is just surrounded with angels as we're worshiping. And as we worship, they're sent forth too. But I believe that the angels love to worship God too. See, there's a spirit, there's a whole spirit realm and the Holy Spirit. We are in the spirit realm. Our spirit being, the real us, is there. And when we walk in the spirit, we don't fulfill the lust of the flesh or that corruption stuff. And that's how he'd have us walk. And that's how we would walk in this week, every step, every day. And when we miss it, Lord, which we know we do, we thank you, your forgiveness is there, the blood of Jesus covers. So we say thank you, hallelujah. Just one word before, one more sentence or word before we go. Uh, Valentine's Day with our lives, our wives, our husbands. Share with them, share your heart with them, and pray with them. Amen. Remember, we have coffee time, and we will have folks up here to minister also if you have a prayer need so God bless you all in Jesus name have a good trip Dave and Joan anybody else that's going hallelujah